Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Dale. And this is the Hype Night Podcast. Now, Hype Night with Mel and Dale is a live show that we do weekly on Wednesday nights in downtown Toronto. And people started letting us know that they were listening to it as a podcast. So we're making it into a podcast. And you are listening to it right now. As a podcast. Yay! Sometimes we talk over each other. Listen, get over it. You can watch it live or you can listen to it here. That's right. Sometimes we reference visual things that are happening on the show. Use your imagination or visit our Facebook Live page and check us out live. Hey! Ho! Hey! Ho! It got gentle. It got gentle up in here. It felt right. Yeah, it did. It was the mood. It was like surprise rain today. I know. And it felt gentle. We're like in a very zen place tonight, I feel. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like when Dale does fun dance moves because it's more fodder for me to edit videos of Dale dancing. If you haven't seen (laughs) Melissa's uh, hero edit of just my face, (laughs) one of the most fun days of my life editing your dance face. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Welcome to Hype Night. Welcome to Hype Night, everybody. We're so happy you're here. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, Listen, if you've never been here before, welcome. Welcome. Um, This is a live show. You can interact with us. You can send us stuff. And you know what? We bring on an amazing woman. We just give her compliments. Give her compliments, man. Like, Like, isn't it? Isn't it time? Yeah, like it's just time. give us compliments. Yeah, that's all we want. That's it. But not in a like weird, like not if you're in your car and you think it's fun to just like shout at us. Well, don't no. give us those. I don't want that compliment. I got one no. of those compliments outside here today. <laughs> Someone knocked at my window really? of my car to no. give me a compliment. But like in a nice wasn't way. Wasn't a nice way. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> it a Forget nice it. Way. We don't like that. Didn't like it. Um, if you've been here before and you're back, thank you so much for coming back. We'd love to have you. Welcome. We are streaming on Twitter and Facebook. That's right. Uh, and of so. course, if you're missing it now and you're watching it later, you can be seeing it on Highball TV. Highball TV, maybe. Maybe you're listening to the podcast. Oh my gosh, maybe you are. Maybe you're like, I, I like it, but not enough to watch it. Yeah. Maybe you're at work <laughs> and you're like, I'm secretly listening to yeah. it and my boss doesn't know. No, but I'm getting all the hype in. Maybe and that's what you're doing. Maybe. That's it's, great. You that's can find great. it on iTunes. Hype Night with Mom. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Oftentimes yeah. we start with just giving each other a little bit of hype. Yeah, we give each other compliments. Yeah. We, show, we model for you, as they say. <laughs> We're going to model for you. Yeah, just a touch. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Just a touch, mm-hmm. Dale. Dale, I want to I start. I want to give you uh, some hype because you have such a strong sense of your values. You like have such a like clear moral compass. And when you're faced with difficult decisions in the world as we often are you're very clear oh. about where your lines are and what's right for you and what you're willing to do and so i really respect that well thank you you're welcome that's very nice i really appreciate it it's just true thank you so, so much. you're welcome um i think you're one of the bravest people i know oh you're so i you're i i feel like right now you're doing all of these amazing things and you're doing these like amazing projects and and starting these initiatives and I'm just like with Highball and you know you've had these like amazing panels and all of this like awesome stuff and I'm just there's a lot of people who would have these ideas and think no I can't do it but you're taking these ideas and you're doing them and it's and it's true bravery 
Oh man. And I think you're wonderful. Thank you, Dale. Oh, yeah. that's really nice. Well, you're welcome. It's, and it's nice true. to hear. It's true. Just true. It's just, just true. true. That's hype. Ha- hashtag just true. Just true. We're hashtag. starting a new one. That's it. It's our new and one. You know what? You can also bring hype into your life. So you can just turn to anyone who's near you right now because of a compliment. Just be like person sitting next to me. You're great. You smell great. Whatever yeah, it is. Whatever. Could be could be that. Yeah. Could be like yeah, you could just be like, nice. I appreciate the fact that you're sitting next to me right now. <laughs> yes, but I mean, that's a huge thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's it. Um, so that's hype. That's yeah. what we do. That's it. We that's just it. compliment. <gasps> okay. I mean, listen, Dale, I feel like every, if you've tuned into the show before, you know that we're often like, oh my God, our guest tonight. We should have a super cut of that. <laughs> oh, I will. I will make that super cut. Really, if, if I could just have a job where I just edit Hype Night videos, I'd really be happy. Do Hype Night and edit Hype Night videos. Um, our guest tonight, I still don't really believe. No, I know. We have our guest tonight. I have a hair in my mouth. Oh. It's gone Okay, now. great. Hi, we're Hi. back. Um, I know. And you know what's the crazy thing? There are so many people who watch this show who also can't believe. Oh, yeah. We posted who our guest was, and people were like, what? With like five A's. So you know when people like write. Or like exclamation. Yes. Yeah. What? Da- I saw someone, former guest Melanie Tapson wrote, damn, with like many A's as well. Many A's. Maybe a Y. Was there a Y in there? Damn. Okay. Um, it, she really is an icon. An icon. An Completely. icon and does so many things that even like... I thought I knew most of what our guest was had been up to. Yeah, you know? I did not know. And then I started researching, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. also that, also awards for that, also and wrote that, for that, and there's so many things." Excuse me, I heard this thing so many times that you. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. You, I feel like even if you're tuning in and you're like, "I know Erica M," you you don't know yet. You don't know yet. You don't even know yet. And uh, we're so thrilled. Uh, to have her entrepreneur, host, speaker, moderator, author, actor, broadcaster, playwright, songwriter, disruptor. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show, the one and only Erica M. Come on in. Welcome. Thank you. Damn. 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 <laughs> I have to say, I was looking off the side there, and the lighting is really awesome. Oh, God. That's good lighting there. Good that's lighting. Good. Matt, Everybody. Matt behind the camera. That's the lighting. You got the show going on it's here. It Well, just in case anybody says anything, it's like, Marco wants supercuts, Amanda missed the niceness. Oh, you know, that's yeah. nice. I'm going gonna, gonna to fade this open source music out. Yeah. Thank you, open source music. <laughs> thank you, open source music. We thank, thank open source music a lot. Yeah. Um, because the show actually was a little bit born out of listening to neo soul music and yeah. giving each other compliments one day at a yeah. brunch. At a brunch. At, Mar- at a brunch celebrating Marco Timpano, who's watching right who's now. watching right now. And Dale and I were complimenting each other, and we were listening to... I feel like it was... Oh, it um, had to have been like Jill Scott or something. No, it was... Um, what was that? The woman from On Vogue who then went on to be... In oh, it's probably band. like Lucy Pearl. Lucy Pearl. It was totally Lucy Pearl. Lucy and we Pearl. were like... We were both like, oh, yeah, like 2000 soul. <laughs> and then uh, and then we were like, this should just be a show. But then we realized we can't play Lucy Pearl. Yeah, so that's why we have open soul music. Because we don't have the rights to Lucy Pearl. But you could just say her name. Yeah, over yeah. and over again. Evocative. Lucy Pearl. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pearl. Lucy Pearl. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go get our drink. Yeah. Thank God. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're gonna. I mean, the gonna... reason why I'm here is because you said that we would be <laughs> drinking. She's like, "What?" You're like, "Listen, this is all very nice and everything." But What's on the table? <laughs> we have a lovely Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc tonight, uh, requested 
Um, can I say, I'm playing the French music because it's not French wine, but wine. You should be also, really playing like Midnight Oil or something. I should. Like I know. I wish, crowded we, house, I wish really. we could play Crowded House. Normally oh, I would have other glasses, but I'm not today. And also I appreciate the fact I didn't have to pour. I poured it for you, Dale. Dale has some exciting pour skills. Because <laughs> I, I always have to pour with my left hand because I'm sitting over here. Um, so it's pre-poured. It's pre-poured. pre-poured by Melissa D'Agostino. Oh. Are we allowed to drink? Is that we are. We're going to cheers. Okay. Did you want to? You're like, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, when do I drink? Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's nice. That's very nice. Oh, I've never had it before. It's really good. It's very, very nice. fruity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But needs to be cold. Yeah. It needs to be chilled. Is it, is it a good temperature for you? It's good. Okay, good. Um, every time I gotta be honest, whenever I go buy this wine, for some reason I always in my brain think it's Kim Campbell wine, former Canadian Prime Minister Kim Campbell. Oh. And I always think, does she have a winery? That'd be wonderful. <laughs> That'd be so great. If Kim, if Campbell, Kim Campbell, Campbell was like, was like I'm a diplomat and also here's my winery. Um, we're That's already nice. getting a little bit of social hype. So even though we're not even into our hype land, I'm just going to do it because I don't want to forget. Um, mm-hmm. Previous guest, Tanisha Tate. Oh, hi, Tanisha. Um, would uh, please thank the lovely Miss M for hosting the MMRP in 2008. She helped lift the profile of V-Day in Toronto, and uh, Tanisha will always be grateful. Oh, that's so nice. Hey, thank you. So yeah, I love hosting events. Yeah, well, you're great at it. I really like it. It's great. What do you like about it? Get lots of energy. First of all, it gets me away from my kids. Great. So mm-hmm. that's yep. key. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I love my kids, but there's something about being a mom and there's something about being a woman. Mm. And when mm-hmm. I get to yes. host events, I get to be the woman. Yes. I also like to control the party, mm-hmm. which is really mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I don't like partying. Mm-hmm. So when you're on stage, mm-hmm. you get to party but in a very controlled way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So while everybody else gets knackered, snickered, whatever the words are, I'm in front of the everybody controlling the uh, the vibe. Yeah. So I like that. I love that. I that resonates a lot for me. I I host a lot of Q and A's after films, mm. and I've done, and I I really enjoy it. And then, but then I find when I'm when I leave the stage, and then I'm like leaving the theater, and then I get really overwhelmed. You know, when I'm not in that position. But in that position, I feel very comfortable. I think it's, well, at least for me, I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. And mm. as an introvert, going to large parties and having to make small talk, I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having one-on-ones with people, love it. Yeah. Interviewing people, my favorite thing. Yeah. But that's also control. Absolutely. I'm in control of the conversation. Right. So fascinating. Yeah, I get that. Mm. I like that. So how does this feel right now? little uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> we're also like... We're also like... Yeah, we're like, we're in there. So that's a fair thing. That's a fair thing. Normally we um, start with the best part of our day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to start. Okay, you go. The best part um, of, of my day, and this is not a commercial, what I'm about to say. I'm really enjoying Google Docs. I'm just really liking it. Um, I didn't realize there were add-ons you can get onto Google Docs that can help your, like, kind of, like, further focus your Google Docking. Google Docs. That uh, was just, like, a pretty standard thing. You click a button and you have a doc. You do, but then, like, for example, I was trying to make a calendar today, and I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to make a calendar? And then I was like, oh, you can get add-on that's just, like, here's your calendar. Or or it's like, oh, I want to be able to, like, make a document that can schedule multiple people over this way and that way and only have these people 
Wait, that's a Google Doc? Yes, you can get these add-ons that make Google Docs kind of like a really big, robust, uh, robust oh, oh, uh, like yeah. business tool. Like a wine, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I have to say, uh, I'm, I worked in it for six hours today. Yes, I was in front of my computer for six hours today. Um, but cheers, cheers yeah. to you! Thank you. Impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. It was a, it was a revelation. Very woman in tech. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I mean, I feel, yeah, I feel like uh, here's what I do with interfaces or apps. I learn the basic thing they do, mm-hmm. and then that's all I do. And then someone says, G- does another thing on them, and it's like my mind gets blown every time. I had no idea, and yeah. you know, I, it's amazing to me when I'm just like, how do I do a thing, and I Google it. And then there will be some video of some 10-year-old kid who says, hey, have you ever wanted to be able to get all your soccer friends together and play soccer stuff? Here's how you can make a cool thing. And I'm like, yeah, I can use that in my business. (laughs) I can do that add-on. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. There's so many. What is it? So when you go to Google Docs at the top, there's this thing that says add-on. Yeah. So you open the document and it'll say add-on and then you just type in what you want. But like the meeting thing, like the yeah, is you, it like Doodle? I haven't used. I haven't. Like, can you I schedule used it people? In a can proper... you ask people? Like, there's three dates, right? And can you come to which date? I don't know yet. Okay, okay. well, I don't know. Google. But the doc is pretty. Maybe someone knows. It looks great. I'm gonna Del look is... into that. Yeah, I need okay. that. That's yeah. good. Okay, Dale, thank right. you. It's a good part of your day. What was my? So my favorite part of my day is actually like a revelation about how days can be. Sounds very esoteric. But basically, it's like <clears throat> I had I had a tea date with someone this morning at 10 a.m. We were going to go for tea. And then I realized it would take the same time for, for me to walk there through the park than to take transit. So I was like, I'm going to walk there. And then I had this lovely tea. And then I went home. And I knew I had to do things. But I kind of got to let the day take me where it Mm-hmm. needed to take me or where I wanted it to go and then get all my work done at the same time so it's part of this new philosophy I'm trying to put in place where it's like I don't actually have to sit down and uh, stress over my tasks all day long because actually that means they end up taking me longer mm-hmm. that I can actually spend part of the work day doing something that feels like leisure but it's actually just part of the day. I don't know. It was. I don't know how if I'm articulating it well, but it was a real. I think mind so. switch. I think I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I was well, like, oh, uh, if you work all the time, you become boring. Right, and you need distractions. Yes, and then you get back to your work, and you're fresher. Yeah, exactly. And I also think, like for me, it's like uh, it takes me less time. Actually, if I if I were to sit at work and be like, okay, I have that thing to do, it would probably take me a lot longer to accomplish it because I'd be distracting myself because mm-hmm. I actually am not focused on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's that I got to really just focus on walking through the park and having tea, and I really valued that. I mean, and then you lovely. came home, came back to yeah. work, focused. Yeah, that and then I sense. did the thing, and it was great. Yeah, my my daughter's ADHD, and one of the strategies is to go out and do something that's energetic, then come home and focus, and then go out. The same thing is that you, right. you want to get your yayas out and then come home and focus. Yeah, yeah, it's great. That happened for me today, and it felt very good. Good. Yeah, that was the best part of my day. Do I have to tell you about mine? If you want to. Yeah. No. So I have so many. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I'm going to just talk a lot. I love it. That's great. So on one hand, okay, I have, they're sort of bittersweet. My mom died last week. That was probably the most terrific thing uh, that's ever happened to me in my life. That's so huge. Yes. And she's very, very close 
with my whole family, but especially my son and her are very, very close. Mm. They went to uh, Iceland together, and my mom runs a website called ran a website called Journey Woman, which mm -hmm. was uh, one of the largest online websites for women who travel. And my mom's seventy nine. Oh my gosh! So she amazing. she died having more Twitter followers than me. Amazing! I love it. Like almost yeah. fifty thousand Twitter followers. Wow. My mom. She's pretty awesome. Not that one can define one's worth by Twitter followers, but Certainly it gives you not, a sense no. her impact of yeah. the breadth of the, her her scope and reach. Yes, and I would say like doubly, quadruply so, especially being able to have a reach in such a young medium. Well, she started her website 25 years ago, that's and amazing. she was in Time Magazine and People Magazine. Yeah. I know I'm bragging, but anyway, that's my yes. own. Please, brag so away. So the bittersweet part was my son went with me today to Bubby's apartment mm -hmm. to find things that he can take oh, that my, are his oh. that would right and so he took her comforter oh and her God. pillows and the uh the article in time magazine yeah that's all nicely framed so oh. he took that so he took in some um art from we're not sure where yeah and a mezuzah she had a mezuzah collection mm -hmm. for those who are of the jewish faith um, mm. Little scrolls mm -hmm. that you hang on your door. You put them on your door, yeah. 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 So he, she has about fifty or a hundred of them that she picked up from travels around the world. Wow. She's a traveling icon, and I asked him to pick one that meant something to him. So when he has his own home, he'll be able to use that. Later. That's so. Oh beautiful. man, that's beautiful. And then I went with my daughter on the subway to the Eaton Center, gave her my credit card, and she's shopping now. <laughs> and <laughs> but that's also. It was awesome just going on the subway as I came here. Um, it was just nice. She's 15. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's kind of like my best girlfriend. And I don't know if that's like mm -hmm. me being a loser or me being the best mom. Oh. But I freaking love her. Yeah. And she's right. like this whatever mom. Like I said to her, <laughs> Jesse, I'm just so happy that we're on the subway together. And she goes, yeah, what? Can I have your credit card? <laughs> so um, those are, 15, those are yeah. the two things today are that, that are, um, when you have mm -hmm. teenagers there, you really know these people. Yeah. And you've been through a lot with them. Yeah. And it's deep. Mm. So that's lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. those are both beautiful. Mm. It's a beautiful story. I have this um, horn on my neck. Let me see. And yeah. uh, it was my grandfather's. My grandfather's passed away now. But before he passed away, I had this like urge. I was like, I... I think this is going to be weird, but like, can I have that one day? Uh, and say that to him. Yeah, like when he was still alive. Yes. Mm -hmm. And because I, because as a little girl, I always looked at it, and it's actually an Italian. We've talked it about is. this. Yeah, before. yeah. Um, my family's not anywhere near Italian, but but Dale's very Italian. Yeah, you're an honorary, honorary Italian. Italian. Yeah. Um, and he gave it to me, and it's funny because it's like these little things, like making little choices of like this is the thing that means something to me, and one day I'll put this mm -hmm. on my house and I will have it. It's. You don't. You almost like don't realize it in the moment. As an adult, you do, but as a kid, you know, you go, "Okay, I'm supposed to do this. I do this thing. I have a feeling about it." But it means so much. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we were at um, Matt's mom's house on the weekend to early celebration for his birthday, and she had these two wooden clocks that both belonged to his great grandmother. Mm. And his mom was like, "Well, I don't. Do you want them?" And I was like, "Yes." And our actually, our house is full of all kinds of old pieces of furniture and old pieces um an old pocket watch of his grandfather's I, I repaired for him at Christmas and it's like it really there's there is an energetic connection Something in about that object touched. yeah like a comforter yeah. that makes sense to me like a, yeah. it's a textile I, but I have the other side of it which is it's just shit like it's just stuff 
This so, is listen. So, I'm a serial purger. Like the fact <laughs> Dale that Dale is a serial purger. I yes. really am. Like yeah. I, it is. You're minimal. I, I try to be yeah. as much as I can be, but I, I'm, you know, it's always a struggle. But like, I love garbage day. I love getting rid of things. Mm-hmm. I love upcycling and giving things away. Um, but I almost feel like it makes those one those little things. Yeah, the, the, the key important. things. I took important. my mom's little alarm clock that was beside her bed. It's like a, it's like an old Seiko. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing, but it, it's and it's, um, it's not digital. It's like. Uh, glow in the dark. Nice, amazing, and yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I haven't had a clock beside my bed in years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had digital ones, but every time the power would go out, it would screw up. I yep. was like, I so I stopped, and now I have my mom's clock that was beside her, beside my bed, and it's it glows in the dark, yep. and there's this ticking, which is kind of calming. Yeah, and it's funny because people would be like, but what about my Royal Dalton though? that has no significance that's, yeah. right yeah. Well, what I want yeah, I is like that thing that we touched every day for mm-hmm. like yeah yeah true yeah no, nice. okay let's drink let's drink. that's, that's that worth a like, drink that was oh, worth sure it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I will say there are a few little hype rules to keep in mind we're gonna go through a bunch of very stuff. good with rules I'm really a rule breaker <laughs> so all right, sure. right. Let's go. So today, um, you know, the hype and the compliments to begin, you just got to take your hype. Oh, okay. And just take your yeah. praise. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. My girlfriend, Wendy Lands, who may or may oh, not be... Oh, I know Wendy Lands. Okay. Yeah. So she's a, she is one of my oldest, super best girlfriends, kind of like a sister. Mm-hmm. She's saying at my mom's funeral. Can you oh, believe it? How hard beautiful. was that? Yeah. She told me a long time ago how important it is to take compliments. Yeah. She yeah. told me at years, in, like, I think we were probably teenagers... That is, it in fact, insulting to the other person who is giving you a a compliment for you to go, oh, no, 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 no. It's like, I just gave you something. You need to accept it. Even even if you can't accept it inside, you need to learn to be gracious and accept the compliments. I agree, yeah. So I will be gracious tonight. Okay. Thank you, Wendy Lanz. That's (laughs) what I know her. I know Wendy Lanz because I was on a jury, uh, like an actra performance jury with her, and we met, and she was so lovely. And yeah, yeah, she's very talented, lovely. She is very talented. Oh, my gosh. My cousin just says she has a plant from her grandma. That's that you've kept that plant alive for a so while. That's beautiful. Our grandparents, yeah, both beautiful. our grandmothers, died a while back. That's so. That's, that's, that that's beautiful. That yeah, it's going. I'm like, and she took it to Calgary. That's impressive. Wow. Um, the second hype rule: if we get anything wrong, please uh, yeah. let us know. And thirdly, if there's anyone that we would like to hype, like the name I just forgot of the Wendy one. Lands. Wendy oh. Lands. <laughs> we can hype her. Do we? Oh. So, Erica M. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So there's a lot. So we probably aren't going to get. I mean. And we can talk about anything. forever. Come on. We can talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, most people uh, tuning in likely will remember you from much music. Most people um, who are old. That would be me. That's me. That's me. All right. So, okay. okay. We're all aboard. And most of the people, a lot of the people tuning in will be people who saw your picture and were like, what? Uh, because you had such a... An impact on our lives. Mm. Um, what kind of an impact? Oh my God! I'll tell you, because uh, while I was doing research, I even inserted some of my own personal comments here. Your sister has her hand up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you're saying you're old too? <laughs> Sonia, helping Sonya, us like, out. Had also, a wonderful old. story. <laughs> Sonia also had a wonderful story of the impact you had on her. Yes. So there you go. And it came back to her like a flood. We watched it happen. We watched it happen because she remarkable. didn't know that you were the guest tonight. She wasn't on social media today, I guess. Yes, and so she came in and she's getting ready to do her, her gig. She's the person, you know, communicating with you on Facebook. And then she was like, it's Erica M? And she like literally 
literally Aww. like lit up. Yeah. So I'll say. And then gave us a play by play of your last. Your day. last Broadcasting. day. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I remembered a lot. Of you remember it. that? I remember you said. He asked you what you wanted, and you're like, "Oh, wouldn't it be nice if Blue Rodeo came by and sang?" And didn't they come by and sing? Yes, they and did. And Jim Cuddy brought two of his kids. Jim Cuddy. I don't remember. Did he? He brought yeah, his yeah, kids. Two of his kids because they were running around. Oh, yeah. I don't Jim remember that. Right? I don't remember that. Well, we were. Well, so there's a video somewhere. Of oh yeah. Oh yeah. I need to find. Yeah, I'm sure. Sorry, yeah. I need to hijack no, no. So, 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 so I'll, I'll give you context in terms of. So, Sonia is also my sister, uh, and so we grew up. One of the strongest things. Um, that that I think in our relationship growing up because we're in almost nine years apart, oh. um, but I would steal her music all the time. I would steal cassette tapes uh, that she had recorded and like <clears throat> listen to them in my Walkman. And I would go into her room when she wasn't home and play her <laughs> CDs. And then she would yell at me because I didn't put them back properly. This is like our dynamic. <laughs> so you're the younger one, exactly. Yes. Um, and so we watched so much much music and new music and fashion television, all those programs. Um, And they were, for me, the impact you had on me was watching somebody on television be so genuine, Mm. be so, just so, and rewatching today. So as I was doing research, I I watched some old clips and I was like, (laughs) it really had an impact on me. And And I think because you... We're just who you are. That's true. And even in your interviews, I was rewatching uh, the Kurt Cobain interview, mm-hmm. um, one of the last interviews that he did, mm-hmm. and just your ability to ask whatever question with so much comfort and authority, no matter what that person perceived of that question, mm-hmm. there was such an there is such an ease to your hosting and your interviewing, and it has left an indelible. Thank you. Mark on me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important. First of all, when you when you are interviewing someone, you have to exude confidence and control so the other person feels safe, mm-hmm. that you know what you're doing so that they're, they can do whatever they need and they know that you're there to catch them. Yes. So I think yeah. that was something that I learned on the job. I also thought that it was interesting to talk to people about things that maybe most people don't talk to them about mm-hmm. and to give them an opportunity to tell stories um, mm-hmm. and talk about things that um, are a little unusual, which will show a different side of the person. Yes. I also found that you had so much other context you brought to it. Mm-hmm. Like you would watch an interview with, um, you know, Duran Duran, and they would, you know, just basically talk about their new album or touring or what have you. Uh, but then when you would interview them, there was always some other musical reference you brought up or mm. some other, which, you know, really wasn't happening a lot and still really doesn't, no. you know? In well, I space. think now, well, wait a second. There's, I think there now there are two streams of interviews. Right. There are the really superficial, which is what you'll get on eTalk or any of those sort of mainstream channels where everything is now so short. Yeah, and it's empty and superficial. Mm -hmm. And then there's this, which is this bubbling, exciting, independent, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. authentic, um, free for all that anybody with passion can conduct an interview now. Sometimes they're really crappy because they don't have the skills. You both are actually good listeners, which is key to do a to doing a good interview. I'll take that. Thank you. Um, But uh, I think that that's very exciting now that there's this world that is now in the world of broadcasting. 
um, really eating at the, uh, the or nibbling at the ankles of all the major broadcasters mm -hmm. because really, what yeah. would you rather watch? Would you rather watch Entertainment Tonight and the insipid, mindless, mm -hmm. quick, superficial garbage, or have some fun, drink some wine, yeah. and have and enjoy some down to earth, real conversation from people and get a little gritty? Yeah, yeah. that's that's interesting. And yeah. we've had guests on like Tara Hunt who uh, talked about like authenticity and realness in this medium and just how people crave it and want it. And, and you can't fake off on authenticity. No. That's the funny thing is because you'll, you know, there's TV shows where we want someone who's sort of, who's authentic. That's yeah. not a character yeah. type. No, you know no, this? no, you can't audition that and like get it out of that person if right. they don't have it. So as, yeah. as, uh, as I'm in speaking of interview tactics, I have to keep coming back here. Um, so Amanda Barker says, previous guest of Hype Night. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. The first person I saw on TV you were the first person she saw on TV when she moved to Canada in 1989. I immediately oh. started wearing hats. We oh, all want, yeah. we all wanted to be here in New Brunswick. Oh. Um, Amanda moved from the states. Her sister moved from the states, and it's funny because you talk to Amanda and her sister. Much music had such a strong impact. Yes, for getting kind of really culturally onboarded to Canada. True. Uh, like they were, they well, felt like that's what their voice was. It's interesting, also, if you look at sort of what's going on now in the media, where everything is so splintered, where we're having a party here, and there's hundreds, thousands, millions of people having their own little lives mm -hmm. around the world, mm -hmm. but there's a problem there mm -hmm. because Canadians are no longer all on the same page. So much music. Think about it. There were people in. BC and people in Newfoundland watching at the same time yeah. yes. and all experiencing the same culture and the same conversations together. We're not doing that anymore. And I think when, uh, when Gord Downey died and there was the huge outpouring of sadness, mm -hmm. I think that is the, the last great hurrah that we're going to have. It was like the exhale of the last final breath of it. Yeah. That's it. That was it because mm -hmm. that's what, something that everyone coast to coast experienced together through much music and through Canadian culture, yeah. but there is no more sort of binding broadcaster from coast to coast. CBC doesn't do it. It's it's a broadcaster and does a good yeah. job and yeah. way better these days, I feel, than prior. Mm -hmm. But even <clears throat> so, it's not I, the same sort of totally. youth culture yes. that yeah. that really tied people together yeah. and connected us. I miss it. Me too. I miss it. I miss it deeply. And I know that it's a diff I'm in a different part of my life right now, but I miss it. I miss I miss music videos. I miss music videos so too. much. I miss just the like and I what I miss about them is like I remember watching an hour of much music when I got home from school or whatever and like you'd see the music videos but then you'd also get the VJ's perspective on things and commentary and the context. And, the context. context of it. and like yeah. mm -hmm. that yes. That kind of storytelling, like I feel mm, like a direct yes. line actually to a show like this where that's what we want to do. We want to get mm. more context. And it, I felt like I felt closer to artists because of that. Whereas now you can watch the video on, you know, YouTube and you can, you know, maybe see an interview with that artist. But there's not that same relationship building. Relationship. It's like you're facilitating you're right. a, a relationship, mm -hmm. you know. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, Moses was a genius mm -hmm. in the way that he invited us all to talk to the camera but he invited really strong characters so each of the people were almost like a character of, uh, of an individual I was like the good girl because I really was and I love music and but 
sort of sexy, but not really, but kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like not slutty. Like that was more Monica Diol. That was her role, the gorgeous, unattainable, gorgeous model. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all had our roles. Yeah. 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 was a nut bar and Christopher Ward was the academic and the right. intellectual. Yeah. We all had our roles to, pay, to yeah. play, but we never had a script. I don't know if you know this as a, as a comedian. We never had scripts. You know, I, I feel like... I feel like you could feel it. Like, there was always... My favorite thing that would happen is when you're talking to camera, and then, like, something would happen in the space. Yes. And you would, like, yes. turn, or someone would have to... Or you'd be talking to someone Or someone here. behind would put something behind you on the control panel and, yeah. like, just to organically me, happen. To me, that was, like, everything watching yeah. much music. I was like, oh, they're, like, in a real world... Like, you'd see someone, like, typing in the background. Just, it was like, real. Typing. Like, I'm like, those are really people working. But it would be... For example, if we would be in the office, we're like, you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> work. That's right. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I saw a great clip today uh, as I was watching old clips where you started telling a story. You were like, okay. Uh, you introduced the... You were like, next we're going to see this video. Before I get to that, last night I was watching one of my favorite shows, Northern Exposure. And I was like, oh my God, Northern Exposure show. is one of my favorite shows. And I totally watched you today with excitement explain this whole plot about a Christmas tree it was so entertaining, <laughs> and I'm like, that's the kind of thing though that I love. Yeah. Like I, if because it's about I'm connecting with you, and you're telling me an experience from your day. I think that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. simple, but nobody was doing it at the time. No, it was, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Much music is, I think, the it sort of set the groundwork for social media. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that it was a precursor. Well, mm-hmm. every way. you had yeah. an opportunity to go down there. You would talk to people sometimes on the street. Yep. Yep. Like I had the benefit, like we, we have like a huge conversation going on right now um, between actually Becca Barker and Amanda Barker, who are sisters from New Brunswick. They're like going through this total memory lane of like oh God, all the it. ways that they watch much music because it also used to like replay. Like mm. it would have like a oh, drive sure. and yeah. then it would replay. So they're talking about this. It's quite, it's quite amazing. But as someone, as a kid growing up in Toronto, I could go. Yep. And I would go. Yeah. And I would. And yeah. I would hang on the window. Yeah. And I would look. Yeah. And I'd be like, this is insane that I'm this close yep. to something that's so important. And yeah, I, I feel like I've lost my connection to music as I've gotten older. Um, people online right now on our chat are talking about Spotify. I think Spotify for me has been a, a big wake up for me in the sense that I can, I have been able to open my open my brain to music I, I, I couldn't find because much like eTalk and all of these other places, I'm also finding radio to be the same way. There's mm-hmm. I, I'm being mm-hmm. force fed this like this like content I don't want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I'm not gonna you know, I would love to have con I would love to be able to have context to that music and and understand who the artists are without having to go like read their Wikipedia page or mm-hmm. have someone's take on it. Like, how did these two artists? You're get making to work me want to get back and yes. do it again. <laughs> like secret mission of this show. No. But there's no going back. I mean, yeah. much is no. dead. No, it's yeah, it's dead. dead. But I do think that so you know part of what Matt and I are doing in terms of. Um, film and other content online, we often talk about how we sometimes feel um, a kind of kinship to Moses and an idea of like, we basically do most things ourselves, production stuff ourselves. Mm -hmm. I edit those Hype Night videos. Like we are very much our own shop. And we were both really inspired by that model and by the energy Mm -hmm. around 
uh, much and around um, city and all those those shows we watched and Speaker's Corner and the kind of access that was mm-hmm. granted. Um, so I think it's things have changed, but I do I agree that I think it planted seeds that we're now just seeing mm-hmm. you know grow in a different way, and that's exciting to me. I agree. With that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's something sure. really interesting here that Melissa found, um, and I'm just going to read it because it's something that you. You said, and I think it's interesting. I wanted to become mm-hmm. a recording engineer at U Ottawa, mm-hmm. which is where you went. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't have a course on how to record. But they had a four-track studio in the basement, and you were given permission to do a course on your own. Mm-hmm. Awesome, U Ottawa. <laughs> yeah. May you still be doing that? Because <laughs> I, I hope you're still doing that. I taught myself how to use a four-track studio and brought in musicians and voice talent. You recorded songs, voiceovers, and created mini commercials. Um, and you're always thankful for the school for allowing you to do that. It's, it's, uh, it reminds me of like, um, uh, what's the, ah, I can't think of it, that Malcolm Gladwell book where they talk about like outliers, outliers. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's an outlier moment. Mm-hmm. It's a completely outlier moment. So there, I was at a conference the other day, it's just a, a small little one about leadership and, um, the guy on the podium was talking about styles of leadership and there was one kind and then there was my kind. I don't remember what he called the other kind, but my kind is heretic okay hmm. i am a full-on heretic yes. because i'm <laughs> always questioning well why not yeah why not that's yes. my whole thing well why not oh yes. my god we're both so relieved because <laughs> <laughs> that's very much that's what this show is that's what this why show not? is yeah why not yeah why not and that was you know there's a studio in the basement why can't i can i because why not like it's in the basement and they had, you know, there was a university huddle, and they had to discuss it, but um, they thought I was a freak anyway, so they said, I'll just go, it's fine, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I didn't fit the um, typical academic um, person, because I, I don't follow rules. Mm-hmm. I make the rules, yeah. right? And um, I so I... <laughs> Sorry, I just got like a literal chill. Okay, here's a funny thing. Wendy Lenz yes. came to that studio oh and God. she did voiceovers for me. She was, hello, my name is Catherine Deneuve. Because, you know, she's a huge yeah. voiceover person. Right, yeah. Well, that was when we were 18. Oh, Come on. So she went there. I love and, it. Yeah. Like, but he, yeah, having that opportunity, like, it's funny. I, Wait a second. I didn't have that opportunity. No, I made, made that, that opportunity. opportunity. You made that and opportunity. And that's, I think, if there's anything that people walk away from, it's the fact that you can ask for things in life. And yes. even even though you think the answer could be no, so many people are afraid to ask. Like you asked me to be on the show, yeah, yeah. right? What's the worst thing that'll happen? Well, I, I was sure no. you would say no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we met before. I know, but I figured this. I wasn't sure you'd say no because I didn't think you'd be open to it. I for sure was like, she's gonna have so many other things going on that you wouldn't be able to. But that's yeah. what everybody thinks. <clears throat> and then what an, a missed opportunity if you hadn't yeah. asked me. And I, I really. I think, like, if I could go on a media tour around the world talking about this, that's what I would talk about, yeah. is the concept of bravery, insecurity, confidence, daring to ask. I'm, I'm trying to write a book called Boldface, which is mm. all about that. Yeah, um, I pitched it to publishers, but they said they already have Arlene Dickinson, so... They're not really interested. Oh, I mean, in listen, I you got like it. I love Arlene. Arlene's I love Arlene. But I mean, I'm her. sorry, but, like, oh, how no, many of the male sharks... And how many male personalities in the media? I'm not even a shark. But I'm saying, well, make you're me a, a shark. Yeah. Don't be a make shark. Her, make Erica a shark. Let's start a petition. Erica M on Shark Tank. <laughs> yes. She's got the funds. Her, her, she gave her credit card to a 15 year old girl. 
That's she goals. knows that's, that's right. That's a sharp she takes move calculated <laughs> risks. I was going to say that's good management that's because right. <laughs> I, you know, I organized it in advance. We set up parameters, and she followed the sort of the rules. And there you go. Way to go, Jesse. I mean, I mean, the casting is obvious. Sharks, <laughs> let's go. And also, let it, give her an advance to write this book. I actually would rather be. Oprah than a shark. A shark, yeah. I mean, not even Oprah. I mean, Oprah, she's pretty good. You so, know, she's a. We've, well, you know, we've talked about her on the show sometimes. We're like, the she's thing about okay. Oprah, that's amazing. Is that she listens really well? Oh my yeah, she really listens, and she she listens deeply. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the listening is is more interesting than her speaking. Mm-hmm. With respect, it's what she could pull out of people mm-hmm. um, is fascinating. So I would love to be able to do that. There's no reason. Yeah. I'm just gonna get, put my face on for a second. Yeah. There's no reason. That Erica M, I know you're right next to me and I'm speaking. I'm declaring why Erica M should not have an influential TV show in Canada. There's absolutely oh, there no is, reason. Uh, there is a reason. Because you don't follow rules. No. Because oh. I'm too old. So no. Uh, uh, I mean, let's. I'm let's, taking a breath. Let's, I'm just no, going to talk reality. Fair. Yes. Okay. That is the okay. I'm going to step back. I believe that. Canadian broadcasters are chicken shit. Mm-hmm. I think they don't take not not even risks. They follow America. Mm-hmm. They yep. try and copy. Mm-hmm. They rarely do things that are proudly Canadian. Yep. Yep. And because of that, they also they also kowtow to I, I don't know young people. Now here's why I, I, I'm all about the young people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. But they don't watch TV. No, no, <laughs> no. So no. the only people who still actually watch their television are older people. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. my kids don't yeah. watch 100%. TV. Yes, hundred percent. So I don't understand why they're not going after and they're an also, older demographic. Yep. And that older demographic also is still buying shit. Yep. Hundred percent. So those oh, yes. commercials and all this like consume buy shit. Those which are you those are people. in all those commercials. That's right. Which Dale you can see Dale in all of them. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I I hawk shit all the time. Yes. Face for selling Dale. That's what it is. <laughs> Fear the deer may the bucks go all the way. <laughs> No, it's true. I, when I was a kid, as you said that, I had a I, memory. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, the Raptor should go all the way. I just have a Bucks commercial there right now, and it's doing well for me. So I know just, your your husband's going to be really upset that the you Raptors just... need to win, but the Bucks lie in my pocket. It's complicated for me. Trevor Martin's going to be like, "What? Raps all oh, the way? We the North fear the deer." Okay. okay. Uh, no, I, I yes, so much truth. Thank you for all so that much truth. truth. Uh, we, I mean, if you saw Matt behind the camera, Matt was cheering because we have this conversation all the time. When I was younger, though, I remember we were talking the other day about Deanie Petty, mm. and I couldn't believe that I forgot. I like totally forgot about Deanie Petty, and then I was like, I watched Deanie Petty all the time. I watched Deanie Petty, was, yeah, and I watched um, City Line with yes. Marilyn, and I watched and and at that time. They would have seemed to me much older. They weren't probably as old as I thought they were when I was younger because of the way you perceive age. But, like, I don't know. Um, There are lots of kinds of people in the world who want to see themselves on television. That's what people want to see as themselves. That's what people want to see. Exactly. Can our Canadian media stop playing not to lose and start playing to win? Oh yes, just I that, think right? the CBC is is doing really good things. I mean, um, 
with Working Moms and... I mean, yeah. Working Moms season yeah. three, everybody. She, Dale, is, Dale has a role in <laughs> season three. Oh, all hail Working Moms. <laughs> they did it. No, they they did no it. honestly, yeah. and like, in my great. episode, it's like, there's some raw, there's some rawness in that yeah. episode. Yeah. Not by me, but like, Catherine like, does some serious shit. Oh, yeah. And um, episode. Danny Kind does oh, all kinds God. of amazing work on that. Oh my God, her storyline is so risky. Yeah, Dan- and Danny Kind is a, just like a glorious actor, so I'm And Kim's Convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very Canadian. Yes. Yeah. I love love what's Mm -hmm. happening Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of series comedic television Mm -hmm. right now. It's it's pretty great and globally. Because they've figured out that we can be, they they have come back to the realization because I don't know, I don't know how you feel about this, but like as a comedian, there was this like period about 10 years ago where it was like, why are we not making funny shit? We are funny and there's so so many talented people. There's so much stuff. So now I feel like there's like this uh, like renaissance, like resurgence of like, Wonderful comedy. Obviously, I'm a huge Baroness fan. Obviously, oh like, yeah, that's Baroness is awesome. Clearly, like, mm-hmm. my thing, right? yeah. Exactly. But I'm just right. like you know, yeah. Give four women a fucking sketch show. Yeah, we could swear as much as we want because <laughs> nobody says anything to us. Um, but there's, you know what I mean. So it's like, okay, guys, just take the next step and give Erica a fucking show. Yeah. Or many of them have her. <laughs> I just think you should have like you should. They should get. They should yeah. say it should be a channel. Yeah, they should be like yes, like Oprah. You should have the Erica Network. The <laughs> Erica M- Network. Oh my gosh! M as an O. I like it. And also, Wendy Lands is now watching. Yes, Wendy Lands. Oh, she's gonna have to. When she wants an Erica M show for so many reasons, Wendy. Tanya Garrowin. Wendy, you're gonna have to go on Facebook. I don't. Is she on Facebook Live? Yeah, yeah. She's watching. You're gonna have to watch at the beginning because we talked about you. Yeah, like already a lot. We give you a lot of hype. Did you know that? Did Wendy? Did she? Did she? I don't know where she came in, but girl, you got someone tagged her. Maybe I don't know, but we drank to you. We drank to you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, we gotta get to another. Let's transition to so so you 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 changed all our lives on much music. Yes. And then you you actually wanted to work on your songwriting career, which we will get to because I did not know. I was like, wait a minute. You also wrote award-winning songs. My talent crush on you grew. So I was like, you got to be kidding. Her heart grew three times. It did. Just like that Grinch. (laughs) Um, But so then you started, uh, speaking of television shows, you had Yummy Mummy, which was a television program Mm -hmm. uh, on life and discovery, right? Yep. And then um, it can still be found on Amazon Prime. That's we'll right. Amazon Prime. Oh, really? so check 99 it out. cents per episode. It's a steal. It's true. Right. Yeah. Get in there. Um, and so... Um, you can also find selected episodes of Hype Night on, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah in the US and so the UK. US and the UK. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then that show went for a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And then you parlayed that experience into creating Yummy Mummy Club, mm-hmm. which now has become, I mean, one of the most, the hugest digital sites and digital communities, really, mm-hmm. one of the largest, most impactful digital communities, um, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's the largest independently owned online property in Canada. That's mm-hmm. insane. Like, for moms. On. For moms. For moms. For right. moms. But whatever. Like, yeah. You and, you and your mom are like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Like, that's. Now you got the context, right? That's so right. Cool. Yeah. That's so Yeah, my mom did help me. My mom helped me a lot and everything. Sure. That's wonderful. Yeah. I yeah. love that you said. So you said this, that I found this quote. That I love. You guys are so well researched. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. This is great job. I love it. It's one of my favorite things that I get to mm-hmm. do on this 
for the show. It's one of my favorite um, things to read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dale handles all the social you media. Just you. Yeah, that's just right. You. We all have our special. Yes, yeah. Dale handles all the social media, and I handle the research. It's a good good division of labor. But you said, and I, this resonated for me as well. You said even when I was in high school, I wrote a monthly column called that's Erica's true. Teen Scene Column. Yeah. Now fast forward thirty years, and I write Erica's Yummy Mummy Column. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing. I'm a social commentator. I kind of stand back, look at my peers, and amalgamate the information and the emotion of my generation and come up hopefully with a fresh perspective on who we are and why we do what we do. Did I say that? You did. Oh, you said it. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's such a good, you know, it's funny when we met you, so you were in, in this uh, studio uh, recording a podcast with uh, Tara Hunt and Carlos, who loved that. That was, that was such a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. they're they're fantastic. They're so and Tara cool. was a former guest on the show on Hype Night. Of course. And so we met you that day, and we had a Matt and I had a very brief conversation with you. And in that conversation, you know, you left, and Matt turned to me, and he was like, "Oh my god! Not only is she such a great listener, but she can then synthesize things and mirror them back to you so quickly, like." It's really... You're right, actually. (laughs) You're right. That's actually what... You're right. How did you pick that up so quickly? Because Matt's pretty perceptive that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was... uh, And and, and that's such a good... You're able to see yourself so clearly in that quote, too. Well, I, I like to listen. I also like to disappear a little bit. I don't need to be the center of anything. I mean, I am because I'm sitting between <laughs> yes, you, so I'm the center of it. Physically, but, yes. Uh, really, I don't, need to, I don't need a lot of attention. I like to do stuff and make stuff and be part of things that I run. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't like to follow. I like to lead. I can't help it. I'm not, I don't like to join, but I like to lead stuff or be a part of something that's small and meaningful. Yeah. Um, and I like to change people's lives. Hmm. And it, it's exciting for me. Like for YMC, for example, I had, there's probably about a hundred women who sort of went through the YMC sort of training school in a way, mm-hmm. which I made up, right. where people would join as content creators because I met amazing women. Mm-hmm. And in the process, I sort of, well, I made a bunch of shit up. And then I shared what I made up with everybody. Mm-hmm. And then we all made up more shit together. Mm-hmm. And now a majority of those women are all off doing their own thing and doing very well. Great. Um, some of it based on what they learned with me. Some of it just was a great moment in their lives. Um, some of it they've taken some of it and built something more. But I know that like when my mom died, there were people that showed up at her funeral that a lot of people my age and younger. And it was very touching because mm-hmm. my mom was one of my bloggers. She had a blog called Aging Disgracefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And, yeah. um, and <laughs> because we do. Yeah. yeah. And like no face work like on me or my mom because mm-hmm. we just believe that this is, I think it's a big scam, by the way. Well, you've got great genes. Your face is good. Yeah. Well, it's it's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I've got lots of wrinkles and I'm okay, but I'm okay with That's it. I'm not, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that like, oh, no, no, you don't. You know, I'm not asking for the... No, no, no. You know, no like, we all I, have what we have. I have a really softness here. Look, we all... And, and you have seven commercials. So, yeah, I wouldn't, you know... I wouldn't, that face is working for you, Joe. It's working, yeah. right? Yeah. It's working. It is what it is. I know who it is. But yeah. the, there's this um, network that um, I would say I built or that we fostered together and I think that we're all still reaping the rewards from that. 
um, both socially but also, you know, in our careers. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of that. So the reason why I mentioned those women is that a lot of them came to my mom's funeral or sending, you know, these cards, even though we're not working together anymore, um, because my mom and I touched a lot of people's lives. And that's mm-hmm. really it's, means a lot. It does. And also just like, it's, it's wonderful. We're seeing it more now, uh, and I'm seeing it actively in my circles of just women uh, holding each other up, yes. using yes. Yep. each other's <clears throat> talents, and trusting that they have their talents we when you talk about like biases and we're like oh why don't they hire women or whatever it's like we all have them you know we all have the, we all have our own biases i have my own biases or whatever sure. and it's like i'm working on a project right now where it's like the entire team creative technical cast the whole thing is just women yep because mm-hmm. we were like this is what we're going to do i'm going to make an act we're going to my writing partner and i are going to make an active choice to do this mm-hmm. and um and it's a beautiful network of people that we've worked with over the last you know 15 years or whatever that's like I would love to work with you again I would love to bring this up together to get again it's I'm not surprised to hear a story like that because it just feels feels like it's what women do well Mm -hmm. and I feel like the scam part too that I think we're all getting hip to is like this idea of scarcity that we've been told since we were little girls yeah that you have to compete with other women, mm. that there's only room for one there's only room for one book by a woman, there's only room mm. for one woman and in this line of work. We're all every day going, wait a minute. <laughs> doesn't feel right yeah. that doesn't seem right and then as more yeah. women get into positions of power yes. and they say oh no I'm going to bring all of you up with me yeah. we go oh no there's ample room yes, I don't sir. have to grab every straw that comes my way I don't have to do that no mm-hmm. it's not there is a scarcity there's abundance there's abundance if we allow it in mm-hmm. yeah. um, there's a uh, Amanda Barker's loving your fearless earnest Mm, fearlessly earnest both yes um i'm so earnest i am so earnest like i cannot watch shows that perpetuates drugs or violence and my husband's all about it's all he watches (laughs) is if you look at our netflix and his netflix he only watches shows about drugs and violence and i only watch shows not does it bother you does he watch stuff on your profile no Oh, no, 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 oh, no. All very sad. Oh, like, do not wreck my algorithm because I don't want to see your crap on my, <laughs> my algorithm. My algorithm is ruined. See, we only have one. We don't have separate accounts on Netflix, Matt right. and I. I don't know. We just never did. We watched a lot of stuff together. And then well, one time he started watching all kinds of strange, like Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme, like action stuff. And I go to like continue watching you know Jane the Virgin or something and it's just like recommended for you and it's just all these movies I will never watch like just one after another mm-hmm. yeah but I, mean, I feel like I feel I have felt for a long time even when I worked at Much Music when I did the Power Hour mm-hmm. that um, heavy metal and all that so yeah, yeah, metal yeah. is really bad right and I, I watched actually this is so weird I, a guy from Norway private messaged me on Facebook to ask me if I was the same person who interviewed Blackie Lawless 25 years ago. Wow. Okay. And called Wasp. Right. And I was like, yes, that was me. And he goes, it's going viral in Norway. Oh. Blackie Lawless fans are have oh. discovered this. And he said, it's the best interview 
that anyone has ever done with him. And I loved him. Mm. I thought that he that he would be terrible because he's I don't really like what they do. But I called him on so many things and he had such amazing answers and he was highly intelligent and it was one of my favorite interviews with was with Blackie Lawless. Mm. But even back then I was like, why do you do this with women and why do you you know have so much violence in your shows and he was like I'm doing it for effect but here's what I'm trying to achieve and it was very interesting mm-hmm. right but for the most part I have big problems with um like even slasher films I I I feel like it desensitizes us to violence and also depending on the kind of sex it to sex my kids are desensitized I actually had a conversation. If my kids were, were to be watching, they'd be howling right now. Because the other day, I said to my kids, who are 15 and 18, mm-hmm. my, my friend's son, who's 12, just was... he His mom caught him watching porn on his phone. Mm-hmm. And my two kids start laughing. Like... like Emma And my husband. Laughing. Like, like tears. I'm like what the fuck is so funny? Right. They're like, Mom, everybody does it. I go, okay. Is that funny Hmm. that everybody does it? And is that okay? Right. And I said, do you realize that when we were growing up, we would never watch porn? And my husband said, but that's right, we would watch, we'd like, my. I had Playboy magazine. Yeah. But it was so much tamer. And I said to my kids who were laughing and tears, you know, wiping their tears, I said, do you understand that you have a warped perception of what sex is? I said, do you understand that people's bodies don't look like that? Do you understand that? Yeah. And yeah. I had... Does so we had a pretty, what looks like that? Yeah. yeah. We had a pretty oh, yeah. heavy conversation but. at the dinner table about this. <laughs> and they kept on laughing at me like I was crazy. But then I was like, we started to get into it and they were like, oh. And then it wasn't so funny anymore. Right. Could you imagine having me as a mother? Because I'm so <laughs> earnest. Yes. And I always want to have those conversations. Yeah. But um, I, I really, I feel like... I feel like the sex and violence is really like on camera. Yeah, yeah, is having a detrimental effect. Listen, I, in our I, society. I certainly feel that. I certainly agree with you in the land of porn. I think that it's. I think that it's. I, I, I also grew up in the land in a time before like waxing was like yeah the yeah. norm yeah, right. Me too. It just it's like right here. It's like right behind me, right. So it's funny because it's like, oh, you look at porns or whatever, and everybody's like just naked. Yeah. You know, where you're kind of like, that's like, as if that's some kind of norm that everybody's supposed to be like attaining. Because um, everyone needs to be nine when and they it have seems, sex. It seems crazy. Yeah. It's a, it's a <sighs> fucking bitch to maintain. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking it's not give good. me a break. But also, you know what it is? I realized the other day, I was walking in. Um, I was walking in the Eden Center and I was passing by like Vic, that like area where it's like Victoria's Secret and like Licenza and those places and it's just every ad so this is targeted to women so I'm supposed to go in this store and buy lingerie hair which I <laughs> feel will like not shit. feel like shit about myself yeah. not find a bra that actually will ever keep these ladies in control because I actually control. have boobs that are real and like large but it's like I every ad is like a coquettish like half naked woman in a thong being and the 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 Thing says like sexy, and I'm like, I, what is that? Even if I was a, if I was attracted to women, I wouldn't find that attractive. My, my daughter is growing up with that. Yeah, that's oh. what she, that's her yeah. vision. Yeah. and she'll take pictures that are, you know, 
uh, hot. Yeah, she's yeah. extraordinarily gorgeous, mm-hmm. and um, I wish she didn't show everybody. Right. Yeah. yeah. I Listen, mean, you know, yeah. it's also sure, to I'm facilitate gonna, thong wearing thongs. I'm gonna, I'm I want to say that, too. like it the, the waxing is, because I was mm-hmm. watching Shrill. Great show. What is it? Uh, it's a show uh, starring A.D. Bryant from SNL, and it's based on Lindy West's book. Ooh. It's such a fantastic, such a fantastic show. It's on Crave right now in Canada. If you uh, and I think Hulu, Hulu I just went States. by it the other day. I was like, oh, what's that? oh I really love it. Mm-hmm. It's really refreshing. It's just about her being sort of a larger woman, it being a um, a writer, dealing with a troll, dealing with mm. you know living in a larger female body, and the what people have to say about that, mm. and um, and so she's at this. Um, where she's like she's at a strip club and she's covering like the buffet at the strip club but she ends up talking to all of the dan- the exotic dancers which is such a great scene and she talks about they talk about like getting their butts waxed uh, or she asks them like well, how do you wear those thongs like aren't they uncomfortable or I'm, I would always be worried about getting an infection and they're like well that's why you get your butt waxed and I was like oh wait that's why that got popular because I always thought to myself when did this become so popular? <laughs> you know, the only thing good to wax is your butt. <laughs> you heard it here, everybody. Dale Boyer. No, here's what I'll say. I haven't, I haven't really partaken much in it because I just, I don't, I don't think it's sexy. I don't think it's sexy. I, I want the men to wax their disgusting, dirty, <laughs> yeah, hairy bodies. And how about see that? How, goes. Yeah. Um, how about that? But years ago, probably ten years ago, Anessa Frantowski, a wonderful, a... wonderful comedian, yep. who I got to do Second City with, her and I wrote a, a sketch about vajazzling. Oh yeah, vajazzling. Yes. Um, which is where I, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but you get a Brazilian wax where everything gets taken off and then they glue jewels to your freshly waxed vagina. I mean, it's got to feel great. Um, <laughs> that's got to be it's, a it's, great it's a horrible, And the men love it. Right, it's a horrible thing. Um, so, Anessa talked me into doing this. So, I did it. I did it so once for, for my art. Um, it was the you first time. vajazzled? Yeah. <laughs> Dale, I never knew this about you. I did it with Anessa Frantowski. Um, we wrote a whole sketch about it, so if you're ever in the Second City archives, just go watch the sketch about it. Oh my god. We did it. Um, it was the most absurd, ab- absurd thing I've ever done to my body, and I've ever experienced. Um, I've, I had never been waxed before in that way, and then to have like things glued to it, and then you have to put your underwear and your pants on. And then, like, leave. How did the things come off? That's what I so wanted to know. All, so I got, like, an offside kind of uh, horrible thing. And then a uh, jeweled... So How have big offside the jewels? Um, Anessa... I, I hope I'm not telling until this one. Um, Anessa, <laughs> Anessa just got the word cunt written on hers with an arrow, which I love her so much. Yeah, I mean, that's gold. <laughs> like, she's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, can um, I just go to bed? Go to I know. Like, I just want to, like, maybe watch Outlanders. I, oh, yeah. I truly can sexy. say, I could truly can say there's know, nothing. It's just in a good way. It's so sweet. Yeah. How much of Outlander have you watched? The whole, but it's generally sweet. It's just, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. It's like, you know what I mean? It's not that. It's right. not the... It's yeah. not no, 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 it isn't. This yeah, wasn't it's sweet. Too. It wasn't a sweet experience. <laughs> no. There was nothing fun about it. It was, ter- it was terrible taking them off. Um, or when they fell off, they oh, were wait, everywhere. I was gonna say, like, it's also isn't there a chance that like yeah, if so you have intercourse with your friend, they could get lodged this. inside. Um, you. What, what, what is the partner? It, they were not. They were not. We didn't enjoy them. 
We didn't enjoy them. So they were not great and we didn't enjoy them. And uh, I'm glad I did the experience because it's like some people live their lives and do that kind of thing. Can people which, choke on those? Like, I mean, it's like a little, like a little, I guess you can get whatever But could it want. get lodged? Like, up? Yes. like, that's very dangerous. Yes, it could. Yes. And they come off, right? And then it takes like, oh my God, you listen, know, two weeks. I am so glad I'm on the show. Like, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> did you think that, that this evening Do would end up being? Wine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, we can't, to- like, I know. I know need to true. toast to the jazzling. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm almost I'm, there. Thank you. It might not be as chill now. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I wasn't prepared. Um, oh my God. Okay. Well, that Listen, was illuminating. I do. Well, that yes. was one page. That's its own yeah, thing. I know, right? I do have a question, and I feel like it will bring us back to. Yeah, let's, um, let's do that. It will bring us back to. Sorry, no, that's not judgment. It's just. No, listen. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> we're, we're getting authentic. Talking about the jazz. <laughs> um, Margaret Timpano asks yeah. us. Right. Um, I'd like to know. Margaret Timpano. I'd like to know what songwriters Erica admires and loves their work. Mm, good question, Marco. Okay, so I loved Don Henley. Oh. I love Lucinda Williams. Wow, yeah. Um, Lyle Lovett. Nice. Um, and then recently, I, I know this is going to be so weird, but I have to say Eminem. Hmm. Yeah? And only because my son, who I love the most ever, who is mm-hmm. 18, is obsessed with um, rap and hip-hop. But he is, he is, I think he's sort of John Lennon, and he loves the words. And so he plays me a lot of rap and hip-hop, and he, he, sh- he shows me the words. Hmm. And even though, like, with Eminem, it's really ugly. A lot of what he says mm-hmm. is super ugly. Mm-hmm. However, he has a point. Like, yeah. he is trying to, and he... His rhyming is incredible, and his use of language. Mm-hmm. Like Josh and I were listening today, and it, there was a line saying, "Like your arms are too short, short to box with God." That was one of the lines in an Eminem song. Like mm. they're they're incredibly poetic. Mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate Eminem when when he was popular, mm. and going back now, I was listening to a little bit of Eminem like I don't know, a few months ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, I completely didn't appreciate mm-hmm. yeah. what was happening mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, what you said earlier about um, Spotify and uh, not being so connected to the world of music, i that is certainly my challenge right now. I really rely on my kids mm-hmm. to... Uh, introduced me to music and mm-hmm. that's been great so my son is like the hip-hop dude and my daughter um she's in, she introduced me to this beautiful song from the waitress show hmm. um which she played it for me um she's messy and she's kind yeah, she used to be mine she's yeah so that song she played it for me and i burst into tears because yeah. it was sort of it's a little bit about my daughter and she was going through hard times mm. And then she did a dance to it, and we sung it at her mitzvah. I mean, like it was this—it oh was like oh, a family song. Yeah. Um, so songs will show up in my life that become very powerful and meaningful, uh, and I just never know what they're what they're going to be. Cool. Mm. I do love musical theater. Yeah, me I went, too. I, went, I thank you to the Mervish people who invite me to their shows. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Mervish. Thank you so much because that I love. Yeah, yeah. Since I was a kid, so yeah. that's a special yeah cool yeah that song uh, from waitress is so uh it's coming soon in july yeah it is yeah it says sarah Bareilles wrote the yes. musical who's amazing and her she sings it and it's gorgeous but then jesse muller who originated that role on broadway <gasps> gorge 
Hi. Yay. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen the show. Jayla, Jayla I've never seen like, the show. No, no, no. No, I love Jessie Muller. She also, um, who is that? She played uh, Carol King in the in mm. the Carol King musical, Beautiful. She won the Tony for it. And I actually, her version of um, Beautiful, the song which closes out the whole show, I actually like, and I love Carol King, but Jessie Muller's. Um, or Mueller, I don't know how she says her name, I think Mueller, um, is so glorious. Uh, she's just incredible. So Wendy mm-hmm. Lenz yes, Wendy. sang um, You've Got a Friend at oh. My Mom's Funeral. Oh. oh, Acapella. Oh my God, that's beautiful. That Acapella. Wow. That's, you know, singing at the funeral of someone you <gasps> oh. knew and loved is, uh, yeah. Well, she's sort of like a sister, and she, my parents owned a summer camp. So we met when she was eight oh, nice. at my parents' summer camp. Nice. So. I just found something out. What? Apparently my friend originated the awful boyfriend role. Oh, in Waitress? I guess so. Wow. wow. Awesome. I didn't That's realize so cool. that. I'm not fo- I don't follow musical theater, even though Nick Cordero is like killing it on Broadway, and he's like amazing. Yeah. And we worked with him for a year in a show, and he's wonderful, and he's a wonderful person. I just don't follow it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's its own little I, world, I was right? influenced a lot about a lot from it when I was like a teenager, when I think when you start going to see like you start going to see big theater. Yeah, yeah. My parents would buy me tickets to stuff, but I mean I went to school for it, so oh, I, I yeah. yeah. So like my okay. world was musical theater oh, for okay. many years. I'm not as much into it now, but I gotta say, uh Hades Town, have you heard the score for no. Hades Town? Nominated for like fourteen Tonys. It is glorious. Wow. It's like a retelling of the 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 myth of I'm trying to remember now, Iphigenia. It's like it's basically about Iphigenia. But it's glorious. So. Iphigenia. Uh, an old Greek character. See, that's what I need to go back to school. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And study early Greek literature. Well, you can. All right, let's get so there for so much, because there's so much yeah that is based is it, on No, it's not Iphigenia, it's Persephone. Sorry. I'm getting my Greeks wrong. Okay. Persephone, cuz someone's going to be like, "Melissa, I did all of me. those things. I don't remember them." <laughs> did you really though? I really did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I really did. I went to I went to University of Waterloo. It has a a classical basis in its training or whatever. And now I'm a comedian. <laughs> you know what though so many comedians though do have that you need that you need to have those kinds of references yeah. and smarts yeah I you're them. smart Dale I, I'm my own kind of smart you're smart hey what are the rules of Taipei I'm smart <laughs> take that I, I'm smart cheers, uh, we, got, smart. cheers. We're, okay. we gotta run to the finish here yeah. a little bit okay. um, I know right time goes really quickly on this show I will say I say I say we just jump through our new favorite thing okay let's do it yeah uh, um, I, I mean well let me say this before we do that there's so much more we could say. There's, there's like there's so many other companies and so many. You were nominated for two. You no, know, you won two Juno awards. You won SoCan awards. Like I really feel like we didn't really get to talk about that yeah. part. But let's I do that. Say we talk too much. We talk it's too great much. though, but it's great. Go to my website. Yes, exactly. Go to her website or go check out her IMDb page. It's insane. My oh yeah, yeah. We called it. That Look was going to be a Robocop. Yeah. It's going to be a Robocop. You're in Robocop. Alfred Hitchcock presents. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock presents. Come on now. You uh, you wrote the theme song to the Pippi Longstocking yes. show. I co-wrote it. You co-wrote whatever. Mm-hmm. You co yeah, yeah. You co-wrote it. It's like good to be accurate. Good to be accurate. Yeah, you were you were on. You've been on so many fun things. Yeah, your RoboCop. I in one interview you said that was like one of your favorite things. You had that recurring role on RoboCop. It was fun. I showed it to my daughter. She goes, "Whatever." <laughs> whatever. Ah, whatever. That's um, the best line. New the best favorite. Word. New favorite thing. New favorite thing. New favorite thing. Uh, I can say. Yeah. 
my new favorite thing is uh, brooches. Uh, I have a lot of antique brooches, uh, mostly from Matt's uh, grandmother, and then I buy pins now, and I wear them everywhere. I wear them on blazers. I basically am just becoming um, kind of like a fashionable older person, yeah. is what I feel. I love watching him listen to us. <laughs> I know, right? He is so expressive. Yeah. There should have, you should have another like a camera, camera on yeah, him. The Matt cam. He's like, yes, or laughing, <laughs> or like... This he's totally invested in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I love. I love. I'm bringing back brooches, personally, because <laughs> I feel like you know what it is is that I feel like um, the, to me they're like an extension of like just. Is that personal taking style. a picture of this so I can share this? And so you we will. We'll take it. We'll take a picture. Oh, like come on, because yeah. we need like okay. Yeah, Matt's on it. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, do it's like not. Him? Do I like him? Matt's on it. Yeah, he's on it. I mean, I married him. I like yeah, him. I'm pretty. Nice. I'm pretty into him. He's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. His glasses match his pants. He's a very matchy person. He loves to match. In fact, today's a rare day that we don't match because I will get dressed. He'll wait for me to get dressed for the day, and then I'll see him walk by the bedroom and kind of glance at me, and then go get changed, and then I'll look over and he's wearing the same kind of colors. <laughs> he loves it. He loves to match. It's very sweet. Yeah, he's a sweetie. Anyway, there we go. Anyway, anywho, your favorite thing? Anywho, um, oh my gosh, I literally just forgot what it was. Oh, I remember what it was: apple cider vinegar rinse in my hair. That's good. Um, good. I have difficult scalp, and uh, and I had trouble with it, and so I was like, maybe I'll start doing that. Everybody says to do it, and I've never done it. I've always been like, shut up. Um, but now, but now I'm like I'm doing it like a diluted rinse, and uh, my scalp feels so much better. Is that right? Yeah, I'm really into it. I'm, nice. It's really helping. What is it doing? Um, I have a lot of like seborrhea, like a kind of not great situation under here. Um, so like dry? It's or oily? it's oily and dandruffy at the same time. Wow, okay, yeah, that's tricky. So it's kind combination. Of it, it doesn't come off. Right. So I think it's because it's like an acid. It kind of just like helps loosen everything and it goes away. And then it's also an anti something. So it um, yeah, anti somethings are good. Yeah, yeah. the anti somethings. Yeah. Uh, so it's really just chilled Almost down. Um, it's really just chill, chilled down my scalp and my hair is like really shiny. Nice. Because of it. That's great. Yeah, I'm into it. Dale, you've been on a real path of yeah. like the kombucha. I'll try the it. Greens, I kombucha yesterday. Dale's on a whole new path. I'm yeah. still like, you know when you said it, it's really shiny and I like it. I was like, I like what that sounds. That's really funny. It's, really shiny. it's like funny in a very dry, quiet yeah, way, which I love. Place. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Dale. Funny that's dry. Dale's that's thing. my thing. Yeah, yeah. it's really like, funny. You excel at because I don't like stupid humor, but I like quiet, sort of dry, just, weird. Yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. right there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, go, I'm gonna yeah. go back to the fact that you're smart, Dale. I'm gonna say Thank it you. Again. Mm. You're welcome. Now I'll just look at the camera weirdly. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you have a new favorite thing? Erica? It can also be an old favorite. It could be in whatever. Well, okay, wait. Okay. I got something. Great. Um, about four months ago, my stove broke, mm-hmm. as they do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I posted on Facebook, and I asked my friends, what stove should I get? People said, um, oh my God, I forget what kind it was. I drank too much wine. They said a really good... I have a bull mark. GE. GE. So I, I researched it. I picked the one I wanted. I went to buy it. And then I got an email from the people at GE and said, we saw that you're looking for a new stove. We would like to give you a stove. If you like it, you'll talk about it. I was like, really? 
Seriously? Oh, okay. New. So I got a new stove about three months ago. Mm-hmm. About that. And it has a grill. A griddle. Oh, in the oh, middle. The griddle, I love I've it. I've seen that. griddle in the middle. So, I've walked past that at Home Depot. Okay. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that my new favorite thing is that griddle because... Wow. What I did every morning for the last many years mm-hmm. is I do, I'm very specific about my breakfast. Okay. So usually I have a really good sort of bagel or toast with cream cheese and fruit. The reason I would have peanut butter, but my daughter is allergic. Okay. Yeah. So that's the best I could do. Okay. This the is pretty griddle good. griddle allows me to do eggs in the hole. Oh, okay. So you take oh, yeah. the bread. Yeah. You cut toad the in the hole. Toad in the hole. And then it's, I only have one, mm-hmm. and it's super easy because you put it on the griddle, and then you just lift it. I'm not good at the flipping, yeah. mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. why I stopped doing the eggs. But you just lift it, and you flip it over, and it's the best eggs in the whole totally world. Totally. Believe it. And it's way healthier. Yes. Less fattening. Yes. Yeah. I really want to eat eggs in the morning. Eggs yes. in the morning. Yeah. So, I make toad in the hole all the time. Love toad really? in the hole. Yes, love toad, toad in the hole. hole. That's a piece of bread with a hole in the middle, and you drop an egg in it, and you cook it. But what? I have eggs in a hole. That's a different name. It's the same. Same. But do, okay, same wait thing. a second. Do you take the hole and fry that up? Yeah. Okay. You put a little bit of butter on it or something. You don't oh, have to, because if you use the grill and you spray it with canola See, you oil. You're like done. See, I'm like this. Ba-da, 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 ba-da. Yeah. You're like, I don't care if it's taking. Like, yeah. And you know how I make the hole? How? I use a shot glass. I take oh that. my God. Damn, you're like I've seen in a movie. You yeah. just oh described. My God. Take that shot glass upside down, give it a little twist, and it'll pop it in a perfect <clears throat> circle. I do squares. What's wrong with me? I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I like the, the squares great right too. You gotta set it or whatever. But yeah, I just go I like. I need to take a knife. I use up a knife. Mm-hmm. This would. <laughs> I use up a shot glass. I use up a, knife. <laughs> I use up a shot glass, so it's not oh any better. Oh my good. god, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, listen. I, I love. I like. I also like. Are they marketing it griddle in the middle? Because really, <laughs> it's a missed opportunity if they're not. No, but it's such a good story. Oh yeah, so thank you, love GE. It. GE, that's great. That's true. Marcus yeah, is giving me a little bit of egg. I can make. I'm like a. Perfect You're a egg good maker. egg maker. I know this about like you. What, what I can make you? any kind of egg. Any egg you want, I can make it, and I can make it I perfect. Love, I, I love, love an egg. egg. I made deviled eggs this weekend. You made deviled eggs, girl. I make eggs. I, I'm good at eggs. Okay, listen. Next such time, a bad cook. Can I'm you just bring generally bad deviled, deviled eggs? eggs? I'll bring you deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. It's like a guilty pleasure, I and I've never made deviled. eggs. I make all other kinds of eggs. I make soft boiled eggs, hard boiled eggs, Sometimes I just make them eggs. for no reason. They're oh so healthy. God. It's just like mayonnaise and egg. Yeah, deviled eggs so it's good. A, I feel like I've had your deviled eggs at a clothing swap. Did you have those Beyond Burgers yet? Oh, yes. Yeah. You did? The what Beyond you... Meat Burger? Yeah. Yeah, it's delish. Yeah. I haven't had one yet. My parents were impressed. Yeah, it's delish. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to put it on my griddle. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> everything so everything goes on the griddle. Honestly, it, on the like, griddle. <laughs> it really made a difference. In, you know when, when you buy something new and you go, this is going to be life-changing? Yeah. That one is. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like that's what's going to happen uh, if and when I get a new car because my car is so old. I feel like when I get a new car, I'm going to be like, what is this spaceship? Why are you even getting a car now? <laughs> it's like paper and everything. You don't, you my parents, um, all of our family lives out of town. Oh, so I find it difficult, and we have also have a very elderly people that um, that live in other cities. Well, ninety two is pretty <laughs> yeah, elderly, yeah, yeah, right? You need yeah. to go out of town. Yeah, so yeah. I, we need to have a car for that. But if we just lived in, if everybody was in the city, that would I wouldn't mm-hmm. have one. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have a car anymore. 
we we do a car share when we drive out to the burbs yeah. to see mm-hmm. relatives. But we've been really enjoying it. Yeah. But we also we don't have a child, so we don't have to True. worry about car seats or anything like that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's kind of neat to not have a car. It's like opened our eyes to uh, the neighborhood in a way. My house has four cars. I have one. My husband has one. My son has one, and then my son, my husband's business has one. We didn't talk about my husband's business. No, we didn't. No, you we could mention it. It's called the League of Rock. Yes, it is. I do. I did do some research. But I'm only uh, saying it because it's kooky business. I don't know what, what is it is. It? You join a band. Yeah. You you if you play music or sing, you I, who do I talk to? You join um you you sign up and you basically join a band for a ten week session. Cool. And don't the like all these major companies like Deloitte and all these have like battle of the bands so through right? There's also a corporate so team building. So yeah. if you're looking for a really cool corporate team building, that's a, a really fun. That's so neat. Thing. Well, and one of my cousins. So I posted that you were going to be on the show a couple days ago, and my cousin Franca Passarelli was like, "Hey Mel, I went to school with Terry. Like oh. she went to school with your husband, and she let me know." And my like, husband is like the king of Kensington. He knows everybody in Toronto. <laughs> oh my god, I've watched every episode. I love like the, king times of the king of Kensington. Yeah. Um, it turns out um, your husband is uh, promoted on Humble and Fred quite a bit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's cool. Amanda Barker nice. says that. Um, listen, there's so much we could say. You're yes. on. You've won all these awards. You're on all these boards. The the Barbie advisory board mm. and all that. It's so also interesting. So we highly recommend that you go to ericam.com and find out all about Erica and hire her to speak at your events and host your events and do all the things because. You're awesome. You're so great. Thank you. I'm so drunk right now. This is, I yes! really appreciate it. I'm right. a really cheap drunk and uh, I'm not <laughs> yeah. driving. You so. took the subway. Yay. 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 Uber. Yay. Thank you all very much for watching Hype Nights. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. Um, yeah. Of and, course, uh, you can watch it later. If you didn't catch the beginning of it, you can go back and watch the beginning of this video or you can watch it tomorrow on Hype TV. Yeah. Like your, what is it? Your uh, open source music? Open source music. That's right. Free for everybody to enjoy. Yes. Royalty free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be back in a bit. I think we're going to. A little hiatus. A little hiatus. But we'll be back in a few weeks. Yeah. And uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page for updates. That's right. And uh, of course, now you can find us on iTunes. And we'll be putting you guys are rocking. Yeah. So getting good. out there. Yeah. Getting out there. So you can listen you. to this in your car later if you feel like it, just check it out on iTunes and we'll be putting up a link for that as well. Yeah, we've had a blast. Thank you and thank, thank you, so you Erica Ash. Thank, thank, thank you. What a fun night. Yay. See you soon, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to the Hype Night Podcast. And as always, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Woodman Wine and Spirits. And if you want to catch more of Hype Night, you can watch us on highball.tv. Every episode is in one place. See you there. Thank you.